News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Now, a new ESRI report that delves into Ireland's income and living standards reveals income inequality has risen despite a strong labour market recovery. Dr. Barra Roundtree, Assistant Professor of Economics at Trinity College Dublin, lead author of the report, uh, joins us. Uh, Barra, talk us through the findings. It just dropped off me. Oh, uh, but we've just... Uh, Barra, have, are you there? I am, I am here. Oh, you're back, you're back. Sorry, yeah, just talk us through the, the, the findings. Um, an increase in in- income inequality in the last couple of years. Yeah, so this is our annual look at how incomes and living conditions have changed that's supported by Community Foundation for Ireland. And what we found, which is surprising to us, is despite the very strong labour market recovery following the easing of COVID restrictions, what we've actually seen to real household after-tax income is growth in that just stall. Um, and it even fell at the very bottom of the distribution. Um, and that seems to be because essentially... Though we saw a very strong labour market recovery, it was a bit uneven. We saw that employment earnings at the bottom, we saw they kind of fell a little bit for the lowest income households. And that seems to be because many of them went back to work part time following the, the easing of COVID restrictions. And, and the net result of that is, as you say, that income inequality increased for the first time since 2017. And we also had quite a large rise year on year in what's called material deprivation. That's being unable to afford two of, of a list of 10 essentials. So that went up from about 13% to almost 17%. Um, and so, so so it is, that kind of goes against what we've seen for the past almost decade, where we've seen very strong growth in household incomes, which matters more to people probably than the GDP or GNI figures that you that we hear uh, often um, uh, reported. Um, and and over the last decade is income inequality falling, but that doesn't seem to be the case in the latest year of data. And, you know, that's potentially a cause for concern. Okay. So does the government need to do more? Like it did introduce, you know, it was pretty much, it was a huge budget uh, giveaway uh, last, at this time last year uh, to try and offset some of those cost of living uh, increases. Do they need to do more in terms of focusing on those who are least well off? Well, I think that's kind of really the implication of our research. So what, what we've shown is that, you know, this sluggish growth was actually emerging even before we had the big increase in, in inflation. And that's that's likely to have further eroded incomes. You know, we've seen inflation of more than 7% a year last year and probably going to be the same this year. Um, and so that means that what we're going to have is a situation because we had the sluggish growth in the, the emergence from COVID, that for households, particularly at the bottom of the income distribution, they won't have seen any income growth in almost three years. Um, and, and so that does mean that the government faces a different difficult challenge when it comes to the budget time because it can't do enough to leave everyone better off. It can't protect everyone from the effects of inflation. Um, doing so would, you know, break through their own fiscal rules. It would be, wouldn't mm. be particularly responsible uh, from, from a kind of a macroeconomic uh, perspective. And so they do have to be more, uh, I suppose, um, targeted in who they decide they want to support. And, you know, wh- who they support is ultimately a matter for, for, for what, what groups they think are suffering most and what they want to support most. But they really do need to, I think, set out what are the priorities, who are the groups we really want to protect and this is how we're going to do it. Uh, just, just finally on this, uh, Barra, uh, I mean, you make the point maybe a little bit of regression in the last year or two. How do we do generally when it comes to income inequality? Because if you if you listen to Twitter or X or whatever, uh, we're always, we're told this is a hugely unequal society. How do we re- re- compare to other countries in terms of income inequality? 
So we're now in kind of the lower half of the table in terms of the how low income inequality is. We're, we're a bit below European average. Now this, so the, the increase that we've seen in the latest year is the first in, in, in a number of years. But really, actually, over the last 30 years, we've had remarkable progress in uh, in income inequality. We, you know, we're one of the few advanced economies where you've seen income inequality decline and decline in a kind of a sustained way. And that that's that's something that's quite remarkable. You know, we, we talk a lot about, oh, well, incomes in Ireland grew a lot. Much of that is just that we're catching up with other European countries because we we're so poor for so long. But what's really quite unique about our experience is how inclusive that growth has been. And, and that's, I think, why the, our findings and the re- research today are particularly important, because it suggests that, well, actually, as we emerge from COVID, we weren't seeing that. Uh, and, and, you know, we've had for, after that two years of this very high inflation, which really affects households at the bottom. And that's going to be a cause for concern because it's going to make politics more difficult in the coming years. Uh, and just lastly, in terms of cause for concern, are you worried about the fall off in corporate tax revenues for August? Just, just briefly or is it is it too early to make any judgments? I, I think it's too early to make judgments, but I think it does illustrate just how reliant we are on something that's completely out of our control. So we now raise, you know, we're, we're all, again almost unique in the world in how much we raise from corporation tax. Even though we're putting some of it aside and have started to do that, it's still underpinning a lot of the the, the, the plans that you know are, are the government's fiscal plans, their their budgetary plans, and we've seen it dip, as you say, it, it dipped kind of unexpectedly. But that you know that really is something that isn't in our control. It's ultimately in the control of you know a few people in in Washington DC in the US and also. Uh, uh, some boardroom executives, what happens to those profits? And it, it shouldn't be a position that we're in where we're reliant for day-to-day services on that money coming yeah. in because okay. that could just disappear. Dr. Barra Rowntree, uh, Assistant Professor of Economics at Trinity College Dublin, thank you for talking to News Talk Breakfast. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News